0: Hi, my name is Jackie Miller, and welcome to my podcast today. I will be reading some poems for you to enjoy. The first poem that I'm going to read today is Queen Victoria in Starbucks. And this one was done as bringing something old into something current and seeing how those work in those two different worlds. Again, this is Queen Victoria in Starbucks. What can I get started for you? Started? What would you like to order? You can bring me a cup of tea. What flavor of tea? Flavor? Yes, we have. I see. I will take the English breakfast tea with two lumps of sugar. We can put some sugar in there, but they come in packets. One packet is about the same size as a lump of sugar. Is that okay? Well, I suppose it will do. Can I get your name for the cup? Well, that's odd. Yes, it's Queen Victoria. Okay, you can pick up your drink over there when they call your name. It will do you well to bring it to me. I apologize, but all customers pick up their drinks at the designated bar area. I have an English breakfast tea for Queen Victoria. That's puzzling. Why isn't it in a teacup? We make them to take with you. I have truly never taken a cup of tea this way. The next poem I will be reading is called Winter Grace. Picture if you will. You are walking in the mountains as the sun rises. It has snowed, but it is not snowing now. The sun is shining so bright that it is almost blinding. Then you look away from the beaten path, turning away from the footprints that have come before you. There it is. Inside a meadow surrounded by trees, the untouched perfect snow. Not a single flaw or divot. The snow is glistening with sparkling prisms of colors from the morning light reflections. The beauty of it takes your breath away. This is the scene that I pictured when I named my daughter Winter Grace. The next poem that I will be reading is not one of mine, but it is inspirational for me because it is about New York and it is the whole essence that I feel that actually draws me to New York. And that's why it also inspires my poems. From the book, Haikus from New York City by Peter C. Goldberg Jr. In this city of crowds, horns shoving, hurrying, you can be alone. This is what I love most about New York, is that you can be alone, but feel comfortable because there are other people there. The next poem that I will be reading is called Rushing Broadway. And this is about one of my experiences of when I was rushing it early in the morning because we really wanted tickets to a fairly new show. That otherwise would have cost over $100, but we wanted to get the tickets for much cheaper, and so this is that experience. Now, Rushing Broadway. On a Wednesday, the alarm rings while it is still dark outside. A skip in my step, I head out of the hotel room. A brisk walk down 8th Avenue, the normally bustling streets are eerily quiet. I take a ride on 52nd Street. The destination is now in focus. The August Wilson Theater. There is already a line. The people who are first in line came directly from the airport at 1 a.m. They still have their suitcases. I take my place sitting on a small step in front of the theater doors. A person with a Newsies cap is next to me. This makes me wonder if he was in Newsies or was just a fan. I think he was just a fan after all. He is the person trusted to hold my place in line when I step away for a latte. This is the camaraderie we build while on the same mission. The box opens at 10 a.m. They check for the required pink article of clothing. They glance at my pink sweater adorning my shoulder. Triumphantly? I leave with second row tickets to tonight's Mean Girls show. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Oh, what a rush. The next poem that I will be reading is about our experience getting tickets to Saturday Night Live. And it was such a cool experience. And I hope that you get the feel and the excitement in this poem as I am reading it of what we felt. SNL. Today's touristy goal is to get tickets to SNL. It's a long shot, but let's see how we fared. In the dark, we amble up to get in line in front of the Rockefeller Center. During our wait, they serve us free donuts and coffee. The sky turns pink and orange with the rising sun. The time has slowed in this cold March morning, making three hours seem like eight hours. They are handing out tickets. We take ours and they tell us to come back at 7 p.m. to get in line again. With anticipation, we head back to have breakfast and thaw out at our hotel. We are in line again and hopeful that we will get to see The Rock host Saturday Night Live in person. They pull groups of people up at a time The seats left available for the audience are dwindling. Will we get ours after all? They pull four more people and we are two of them. Even as we take the elevator up to Studio 8H, we are not guaranteed a seat. We are walking down the hall where many legends have walked and their photos line the walls. They open the doors and we have seats. Following the instructions on the monitors, we clap. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. The next poem that I will be reading is The Birdhouse in the Jungle by Diana Coy Nguyen. And the reason I chose this one is for her use of structure and the field. And it's very inspirational for one of my future poems that I'll be reading. And that's why I chose this one and the beautiful imagery. The sky black with swans casts a shadow of a hunter over one flecked egg flushed from bramble. Nature makes mistakes My siblings and I are playing orphan in the wilds we built with plastic. What we witnessed of the world was a cloak, cut, sewn, then fashioned into tinier envies. In the unkennelled cold, a bird song splatters against moist leaves, its lyric out of sync with melody. The next poem that I am going to read is How Do You Know You're in a Bucket List Moment? And this is where I use Diana Coy Wynn's structure, and I kind of play around with that a little bit. Um, This bucket list moment is about my visit to the Statue of Liberty for the first time and the feelings that I got in that moment when I felt so triumphant. You stop. The very air is different. This particular day, the sun was on its best behavior. The feeling of fullness of the heart, a smile unknowingly crosses my lips. My insides glitter like diamonds. You admire. It is just as beautiful as I hoped. She stands so tall and I just take it all in looking at every part of her, her face, her robe, her crown her torch her tablet i am a part of history thoughts of the immigrants cross my mind that were there before me all those years ago you document an unknown person offers to take a picture because i'm by myself it meant so much that i got a full picture of both of us me and the statue of liberty I find a place on the grass under a shady tree on Liberty Island. I journal the moment so I can celebrate it forever. The last poem that I will be reading for you today is A Sunny Morning in Central Park. And what I love about this poem is it's a culmination of everything that I learned throughout the class and then also where I kind of get my footing of what I really enjoy and how I want my poetry to be. Here it goes, A Sunny Morning in Central Park. On this day, I had a bucket list goal. The goal was to walk the entire vicinity of Central Park, Did I do the approximate six miles of walking? Let's see. The thing about Central Park is there is not just one way to do this. So it was an adventure that started at Columbus Circle. Off we go with the late morning crisp air and the already bright sun. It is not long before I pass the baseball fields with games going on. Then it was off to pass by my favorite area, the Bethesda Fountain and Terrace. Who knew the tile underneath in the tunnel is so full of detailed art? Then I hear someone playing his guitar and singing, and then my day has just been made. As I am going at a brisk pace, mind you, I run into the most beautiful area of water. I had to pause and take in the Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis Reservoir. It was 106 acres full of shimmery blue reflections. It was time to enjoy the shade and the cool air this offered. Then, before I knew it, I am halfway to my goal. I have officially walked 51 blocks of city streets in the beauty of a park. And guess what? There are rocks there that I can stand on and celebrate the accomplishment. And I do. Now it is hot. On my way back, I see a surprise waterfall. The sounds of the water coming down is just breathtaking. The dogs playing in it look like they are having so much fun. Back walking, may I go through a stone tunnel? Bow Bridge soon comes into view. It is a great place to watch boats and a great excuse for a pause. What else does Central Park have? A food truck that has the most delicious lemon I that is a perfect treat for getting so close to finishing your goal. Why, yes, I don't mind if I do. I find a spot on the grass to savor the moment. Onward and forward. Almost there. What is interesting is in the quiet when you are walking alone, you listen. It is nature, so hearing the birds is expected. What is not as expected is that almost every person I heard during my walk did not speak English. There was a musicality in the different languages. And I made it. I accomplished my goal of a full Central Park walk experience. I bubbled with happiness all the rest of the day. Thank you for listening to my poems today. I hope that you enjoyed them all.